You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What? It's a police box. What on earth is he doing here? I mean, these things are usually on the street. I feel it. I feel it, you feel it? Faint vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Who? A fun mashup exploring over 60 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold on tight. You never know where the crew of the TARDIS is going next. After a very long time. Something's coming back. What do we do this time, Doctor? How do we fight the human race? I had to wipe her memory to save her life. Like if she remembers me, she will die. Something entered this world. He is recognizing me. Who is he? The one who waits. I don't know if I can save your life this time. Open fire! Your fight is with me! Hey there, listeners. Guess what? We have new Doctor Who back! That's right! Yay! Exactly. We got Star Beast, kids. And it was awesome to see David Tennant and Catherine Tate back. And it was a it was interesting because a couple weeks back we did review the comic book. And it was interesting to see how close they kept it and everything. Or very close. Exactly. Exactly. So it was neat to see and we have a great crew to talk about it tonight of course let's welcome back to the show dave hello 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 good to have you sir always a pleasure to be here i i I love coming on anything earth station they're all all of the shows are wonderful (laughs) so i and i love uh Love spending my evenings with you guys. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Hearts. Hearts. Can we do the heart thing between two? Can we do the two heart thing or something? Yeah, it's like you put your hand up to the the side. No. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Wonder Twins powers activate. You know, exactly. (laughs) That's a different show. Exactly. And of course, returning back to the show, Wes Hubbard's back. Welcome, sir. Hi. How's everybody doing tonight? Good to have you back on the show, sir. And. We have our regulars, of course. Mr. Mike Gordon is here. Howdy. And, of course, the lovely and talented Mary Ogle. Hi, everybody. It is fantastic to be here on New Who Day. <laughs> New Who. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be woo It should be New Who. New Who. <laughs> exactly. Uh, folks, if you haven't seen this yet, we are going to spoil the hell out of it. So yeah. we wanted to, you know. <laughs> know it. You know, exactly. We almost had River Song in here telling us, you know, spoilers, you know. (laughs) How exciting. (laughs) Spoilers. It's going to be a ton of fun to talk about this one. And folks, we definitely would love to hear from you guys. So feedback at our station who is definitely the best way to get in touch with us. And you know what? Let's before we start, 
um, let's just jump in and we'll talk about a little bit of Doctor Who news at the end of the show before as we're wrapping up and everything. Because uh, the news has been very minimalist, but there's one or two things we'll talk about. But I just want to jump in and get initial thoughts. Um, you know, let's talk to Wes first. Did you ever read the comic book version of this one? Yes, I've owned that comic book in several different forms over my life. But yes, that's the first comic book Doctor Who I was able to get, and uh, a lot I of loved people it. were that way, actually. Yeah. So it's awesome. That was awesome. It's, uh, the old Marvel comic version. Yeah, I was super excited when they announced what it was. You know, way back last year, right? And um, you know, they were showing like the little pictures of the Wrath Warriors and the and the Meep, and it was like, oh. Russell knows what where to hit you right in the heart. <laughs> oh, <very nice. laughs> which is awesome. It was it was awesome to see. Dave, what about you? I have not. In fact, I still have not actually read it. Really? Um, I have listened to the audio version. Okay, gotcha. And I've listened to the audio sequel. Okay, but I've not actually read the original comic. I need to. In fact, I was literally just pulling it up. Like, have you can't have mine. You can't have mine. You can't have mine. Like, dude, I want, I'm just wondering if they did do do a version. I'm like flipping through here, but I'm hoping there will be a new version coming out that would include, you know, the original version, the colorized Marvel version, and the uh, and maybe an updated new version of it all in mm-hmm. like one trade paperback that would be brilliant no that would be brilliant it was neat because seeing characters we've seen in comic book actually come to life in a full story and it was awesome and i have a list of my talking points already that we're <laughs> going to be getting into so you know i've actually i've watched this three times and each time i've actually you know literally been making more and more notes and it was wonderful and even watching it three times i didn't get tired of it and everything so it was it was neat to see and i'm going to first off say it the chemistry between tenant and tate is just out of this world off the charts yeah awesome so i haven't lost anything you know i felt like watching it like we jumped from the end of time straight into this. It was mm-hmm. like there was mm-hmm. no, no time in between at all. It's like we're back with Russell T. Davies and mm-hmm. no, exactly. And there were a couple people um, I saw on Facebook that had said, "Hey, I'm I'm behind on Doctor Who. Am I going to be lost watching this?" And I said, "No. If you watched End of Time and then hop right into this, you won't miss a scene. You know, there's a couple." small references they make to, you know, the other doctors in between, but really overall, no, not at all, which is pretty interesting. Mike, what was your thoughts with seeing David and, you know, Catherine up there again? I mean, I, I appreciate them a lot. I mean, as you guys know, cause I've talked about it, we talked about it on the show. Um, Don is not one of my absolute favorite ca- uh, companions. I mean, I like her a lot, but she's not, she's my probably my <laughs> my third favorite ten uh companion so um uh but I do appreciate her a lot and I like her a lot too and uh it was nice seeing them together but i mean i'm a uh, most first and foremost i'm a david fan um 
David really like challenges me every time I think, you know, if I see another actor playing the doctor and I'm like, man, this is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And then I see David again. I'm like, I cannot, I, I just, I mean, I kind of have to put him always in that top spot for me. Um, and cause he's just able to do things. He, he owns the character. Unlike so many others have played him. Some, some people have just played it as a part, which is fine. But man, David really embodies him in a way that that few actors have. No, I totally agree with that. You know, it's it's interesting because they were saying there's going to be differences between 14 and 10. And did you guys I didn't really notice much. Yeah, all. and he I kept know, saying that there very was very little. Yeah, he kept saying that, you know, I I why do I have this face back? Why do I have this face back? And I'm like, yeah, but it seems like the rest of you is back too. It seems like you've like, like you said, Mike, it's there's nothing. I mean, there's not much difference between him now and the way he, you know, him at the end of time. So it's kind of like, you know, I wonder. That's the big mystery that we're going to have to go through yeah. in these these three specials, right? Like, why is he returning? Not just the face, but the his whole being has regenerated again into like, and, and why is that? Is it? You know, I think in this one, in this first episode, we're we're challenged with the ideas. Is it because of unfinished business with Donna? And um, I I don't think that's it. Um, I think mm-hmm. there's there's some other reason that he's he's embodying this this version of himself. And I we you know it'd be re- really interesting to see where it goes. I would say there was one scene where he felt different to me. And that's when he's sitting in the warehouse with uh, the new unit scientific advisor and he's just kind of leaning up against the wall and he's talking to her, but his demeanor is so different until the end when he's like, I bet you've been waiting on that forever, you know? And, uh, <laughs> but when he was sitting there talking to her, it was, he's more laid back and calm and a little darker feeling to me. So that I, I, I think that was a little bit different. Go back and watch that scene. He's just not the same as he is the rest of the time. And then there's, just little moments that maybe he's trying to be a little different, you know, but hey, overall it was the 10th doctor. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. There was one scene where he said, you know, something, Oh, I love that or something that, he, you know, and he says, Oh, I guess I'm saying that now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah he is more open with expressing yes. his emotions toward his companions and his, his friends. Oh, yes. Yes. That's true. That's true. I, I was counting the minutes to see how long it would take him to say Alan Z. Because it <laughs> yeah. didn't take long at all. So yeah. I mean, he's they got, got that he, out of the way. <laughs> he got, yeah. you know, I mean, he got like uh, what is it like? I think about, I think I count lost count at twenty seven. What's in the first oh, like yeah. fifteen <laughs> minutes? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what? they had that one scene where everybody in the scene went what, and then went to what, what, <laughs> and it wasn't him saying it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, my head was just. So like, I think yeah. fourteen definitely seems to have more gravity to him. Yes. Yes. You've got, it, we, like you said, there's so many, there's several points where it's just more serious, a bit of a gloom, a heaviness, something closer to, you know, a, a Capaldi where, you know, he was like, am I a good man? Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. quite that far into the, you know, he knows he's a good man. Yeah. But, you know, and then there was Jody with some moments of really just regret of her past. And like, there, it delved into that side a little bit more than 10. Yeah. Not, not to an extreme, but it was definitely there. He definitely, like you said, he seemed more heavy 
But he also has what pro probably close to three thousand years on him. Yeah, he, he was, he, to me, he was playing ten with the experiences of eleven, twelve, and thirteen. It's yes. like yeah. He, you couldn't necessarily just be ten without all that happening to you, especially no. like the heaven sent hell bent arc with um, you know twelve. It was that's some mm. heavy stuff, and then everything that Matt Smith went through, and then you know the stuff he just went through with the master and all that with Jody. It's there, but it's still tenth. But it's the tenth that's weighed down by even more stuff than just time war angst, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really different. I mean, usually when we see a new doctor, because it's usually a new actor, we we see um, like there's a process, right, where they're sort of feeling them feeling themselves out, getting getting used to the role, et cetera, et cetera, trying to figure out what the catchphrase is going to be and all that kind of stuff, but. But this for the first time, I mean, David knows and 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 14 knows like he uh -huh. like he's going he's not even missing a beat. Like there's times where, you know, the other doctors should know things, but they don't for whatever reason. And, you know, barring bad continuity errors by the writers and producers. But yet, like, you know, it's just because it takes them a little while because they are for the most part, different people, right? But um, different um, personalities. But sure. this one is exactly, well, I mean, yeah, based on, has the history, but it's pretty much the same personality. No, Very close, yeah. Very, very yeah. close. Yeah. It was, but it was interesting because, you know, from the, right from the very start, it was so, it felt comfortable having David back. It felt like no time had gone by. That's not 15 years later. And I'm not 15 years older. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that says a lot about David as an actor, mm -hmm. that he can just step right back into that role and make you feel like he is the doctor. I mean, you don't doubt for a second this is an incarnation of the doctor. No, exactly. It's not, you know, there's no doubt that this is the doctor and anything. He's been playing Doctor Who since he was nine. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Starby specifically. Well. Yes. <laughs> now, uh, that was, it was interesting. And I love the look on his face when he pulled the packages away. <laughs> it was Donna back there. And he was like, here you go. Put it back. Yeah. Right. And Catherine equally and felt like this, she just slipped into a new pair, her old pair of shoes, basically. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because, I've always thought, you know, Catherine Tate anyway, pretty much was Donna, you know, and it wasn't that much of a stretch for her to play that character. But I loved, you know, right from the very beginning, she, you know, she was mouthy, she was bossy, and I loved how she completely missed the spaceship again. Yeah. Yes, that was hilarious. Yeah. And everything. That was a very good callback. Mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of good callbacks throughout that whole thing. I mean, it's if you know your who. Now, a new mm -hmm. viewer, they're still going to enjoy it, but man, there was a lot of little, even background stuff. If you've watched it enough, you can see all kinds of like signs and things on the walls that, that like the Cyberdog Cafe, mm -hmm. the first scene, you know. No. Yeah. So there's going to be Easter eggs galore. No, I want to <laughs> find where that Cyberdog Cafe is. That looks freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Apparently, it's a real place. Is it? That's yeah. awesome. That is I specifically awesome. watched it with my roommate, who's not a Whovian. Okay. 
thinks it's a bit weird. She's only ever kind of seen it in the background of me watching it. I'm like, I want specifically, I want to, how did, what did you feel? Did you, did you, did you feel lost? Did you, she's like, no, she, she felt like she was right there caught up. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job. The exposition was a little bit wonky for me, but I understood why it's there and it had to be there. Mm-hmm. Did she watch um, the I, part at the beginning? Were yeah, they... we watched. Yeah. Yeah, beginning to end. Did you, did you appreciate that? Because I know that when they've tried to do things like that in the past for, you know, American, quote unquote American audiences or new, new Whovians, uh, it has not been met well. Let's put it that way. Cough, cough, oh, Amy. God. Yeah, Amy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, I, ca- I called that out right away when I was doing the watch party with it. I'm like, what? That this feels like the Americanized version. This was a little bit better. This, this felt more like the 96 movie. Yeah, because they had a very similar intro there, and I think it was meant to feel that way. I still didn't love it, no. but again, knowing that this is the first time that hundreds, thousands, a million people are going to get to see Doctor Who mm-hmm. because now it's on Disney Plus, that 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 had to be there. Mm-hmm. Like there were bits of that just had to be, and that was I, it was an intro for new users because yeah. there's this is the first time they're seeing it. And they Disney didn't shy away from it. It was right on the first page when I came opened the Disney app. It was mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, it was the first one, sure, yeah. the first slide. Exactly. Yeah. And that was mm-hmm. pretty awesome to see. Now, it do you guys know if that little intro is in the British version or not, or is that just strictly on Disney Plus? That yeah, was I wondered about that. Question. Yeah. Uh, if only we had if only we had a way to look. Yeah, it feels like the BBC America intros for Matt Smith. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which suckily ended up on my Blu-rays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, but then again, too, I mean, I think also, I wouldn't be surprised, even if it was in, in the British version, because it has been, it's been a while since we've had any new. Over a year. And, you know, a lot of people dropped off over the last, you know. Couple five ten years so i would imagine that you know and and it seems like with this starting fresh with you know season series one episode one i think they're they're they want a fresh new start so they are assuming that nobody knows anything but yet they still want to go into it you know honoring the the franchise as a whole because these are anniversary specials and and they're chock full of that stuff so i think i would not be surprised if it was on there and i think they're you know it's a good thing for you know for those of us who know it's a you know three minute thing that we have to put up with but and at least they Mm -hmm. did it in a kind of interesting visually way way, you know I had a bigger, I had a bigger problem with them closing. We could end up anywhere in time and space. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting, though, at the very beginning when David was standing there, you know, and, and had, you know, the TARDIS next to him and everything. And it was like, how much hair gel does David have? And, his, and it wasn't his hair was moving like, oh, at it was, all. It's like, like no, an entire can of all. hairspray. <laughs> not, not to change um, genres or shows, but he's fighting Captain Pike's hair right now. Um, from Stranger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <very much> so. <laughs> for like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my goodness. 
Yeah, the, the gauntlet has been thrown. I keep thinking Lyle Lovett. Oh, no, exactly. Let's start talking a little bit about Donna and her family. I love the introduction of yeah. Rose. Yeah, that was awesome. Rose was awesome. Actually, Rose looks. And... Old. I like Rose as a character. I, I, I go ahead. I thought it, I thought it was. Oh cheap no, to there's a reason for that. No, there's a reason yeah. for it. Um, I like the fact that she looks and... like the Sharon character from the comic book. Um, same hairstyle and basic okay. dressing, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is really that was real interesting. But um, and you know. I've been seeing a lot of, you know, Rose was great. And I'm glad they didn't shy away from that Rose was trans. Yes. And everything. Well, no, they certainly didn't no. shy away from this. No, I know. But that, I love that they didn't and everything. And I've been seeing uh, people coming out and yell, you know, very angry that they did the, what, you know, they were calling when he was a former male, you know. By the, the the bullies when they oh, were they riding were by on the her. bike, calling. Him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they had to do something, you know, because well, they didn't have to, but they. I think they did a very respectable job at doing yes. it and everything. And they they did harp on the dead name, or oh, this is what you were before, but we love you now, no mm-hmm. matter what. They didn't do any of that, which was wonderful. No. You had Sylvia a little bit, you know, you know, what do I call, you know, you know, call trying, and but trying. Yeah. And, and yes. that was very, yeah. real, that was very, very realistic. Very I mean, that's what happens yeah. in families. Oh. Yeah. I've been very on both sides so. of that conversation and that's how that yeah. went. No, I also really felt this was in how they dealt with that felt some of the most realistic writing in, in, Doctor Who in some time. I do a lot of work no, with, with Gen Z, Gen Alpha. These are conversations they just have. Pronouns are common courtesy now. Mm-hmm. Right? It's mm-hmm. it's not exactly. some outrageous thing. It's not the end of the world. It's it's the conversations it's they just have. The way it is. If yeah. they feel safe. Because I've also watched yes. them clamp down to none of that around people they don't feel safe and secure around. When, when you get to the, sure. the into the older, you know, the Gen Z university age, because that's where they're hit. That's where that generation is now. They they're a little more outspoken. They can handle themselves. They're adults. But when you get into the, you know, lower high school, junior high, they're like they know who they can talk to or not because they see everything that's happening on online or around the kitchen table. But this. Yeah, well, exactly. so this is it, all, some of the fury, I think, is just a matter of, I mean, we know what some of the fury is, but some of it is just a matter of they've never experienced that language, that conversation, that that courtesy. It just isn't in those generations. It's the same thing as I, I put this earlier. If it, it, Back in the day, if you said miss instead of missus or vice versa, you would be corrected and move on. And on a reference, they're just another pronoun. That's literally all they are. Mm -hmm. So there's no real difference there. And so I think they really did, they addressed it all very, very realistically. Even the the, the male presenting comment, it's like, that's okay, that is just Donna being done taking the piss out of the doctor as as she does. But it's, it's, you know, that someone said, does anyone even say that? I'm like, yeah, regularly. 
Yeah. No, exactly. No, I agree completely. Appreciate. Yeah, and and Rose, I mean, she is only fifteen in yes. in the in the show. Yeah. And so I thought that was that was pretty realistic about what a fifteen year old trans person would be going through. Yes. Oh, very much so. And I love how supportive her parents were. And her, you know, her grandmother was still getting used to but it. She was supportive. But, yeah. And I, she was supportive, which is wonderful. And the doctor didn't even blink at it, which was yes, awesome. Online was uh, well, they made it clear that the doctor considered themselves. Well, you would hope that. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I really appreciated the fact that when we found out that Russell T was going to return to Doctor Who. I think that, um, you know, for a lot of people, they're like, oh, it's going to be back to, you know, normal, or it's going to be, it's going to be back the way we, you know, we got a lot of that, like, the people who were thinking that Chibnall was quote unquote too They, woke, they had a right? woke up call. And my thought was that, my, my thought, my thought was that you guys haven't seen anything yet. Because if, when Russell T comes back, like with his own production company, he's only doing Doctor Who if he can go all out as woke as possible. So like, like you haven't seen, but it's going to, but it's not going to, you know, it's not going to feel like it did mm. with the Chibnall era, right? It's going to feel uh, ingrained. It's going to feel like it, it, it belongs there. It's mm. not going to feel like it's forced in there. Um, and, and it's not just going to be representation right. for representation's sake, right? It's just, it's just the thing. Um, and there's, it was sprinkled throughout this story and it just, I like the fact that Russell T right off the bat, right out of the gate, his first episode is like, this is what this is. This is what Dr. Who is going to be. If I have anything to say about it for the rest of its, you know, existence. So this is the world we know, live in get now. used to it. Yeah. And, um, I love that. I love that. I mean, if, if because if it wasn't for, you know, like Roddenberry doing that with Star Trek back in the day, like a lot of us would think very differently than we do. And I think it's important for, you know, anybody who's watching Doctor Who, no matter what age, if they start watching Doctor Who to get used to, um, you know, equal representation. And fair representation. Exactly. And, and treat it as That's a human a being, to... not as a stereotype. Mm. not as yes. you're evil no. or you're a saint yeah, absolutely no you actually get to be a real person yeah yeah mm -hmm. she she was yeah. a real teenager which was wonderful and it's it's this isn't like this isn't like and now <laughs> a very special episode of doctor who i mean it's just like you know it's like this is it it's incorporated in the story it's mm -hmm. incorporated in these characters you just you know and if you recognize it that's fine i i think it's you know it's great um uh like i said because it's sprinkled throughout obviously with rose it's it's highlighted but even that's not the basis for what this story is no and that's wonderful because it made me like the name rose again <laughs> yeah. so it was perfect. rose has been redeemed <laughs> well yes <laughs> to your point yes i mean I, I look i understand that they gave them they gave it a reason and yes that was that's fine and dandy but i still think it was a cheap i think it was half no, cheap pop and half RTD trolling, knowing exactly what what the, what that segment of the internet was well, going yeah, to do. Yeah, when I think it was hundred percent RTD trolling. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I will say sometimes, you know, I don't, I don't appreciate um, showrunners doing things. Just I don't think it was spite. spite. I think it was, but I think the <laughs> like way I, that they think, you know, that information spite. was very similar to how <laughs> they did MJ in in the Spider Man's. It's like, look, we have mm -hmm. our MJ, exactly. it's a black girl. 
and that certain segment flipped out. It, 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 kind, it kind of it, it kind of makes it kind of makes Rose mm-hmm. Tyler, the Rose character, out to be a lot more important as a companion than any other companion. And and that's when and that's in the same instance where you know. 14 is so concerned about Noble and he's like saying everything about Donna, about how, what a special friend she is, best friend, best friend, best friend. And I'm like, please don't, please don't take anything away from the the companions that you've had in the past. I mean, I understand that a lot of people like Donna and I understand that you're trying to like write this wrong that you kind of wrote, you know, a long time ago, but I don't think you should do that at the expense of other. I didn't feel like it was at the no, expense agreed. of other companions. No. Actually, I mm-hmm. felt I felt I that way about Clara. Fine. I mean, that's fine. I didn't feel I did. that way about <laughs> yeah about this. Yes, I I did feel that way about Clara too. I'm not saying this is the first time it's ever <laughs> no. happened. I'm just saying I felt I felt. A I mean, little bit Rose made sense to me one. because that's yeah. the com- the other companion that Donna met significantly mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. her run. I'm gonna say she met Martha. Spent a lot of time with yeah. Martha. But no one wants to, no no one's going to choose the they, name Martha. They they no not at all. No British person. No <laughs> British person wow. is going to choose the name Martha. <laughs> Why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? I wasn't even going <laughs> there, but now that you have, oh, no. <laughs> that would have been a fun moment. Um, I, I have I have noticed looking on the different Doctor Who sites I follow, like on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. It's been predominantly positive, that entire message. I've not seen a whole lot of, you know, the woke trolls out. Um, most people have been pretty yeah. happy with it. I have read a couple of reviews, you know, that, which, where people which is... absolutely hate it and think it's the worst of whatever, but they probably hate Russell T. Davis writing anyway, because this was just fun. Yeah. No, it was fun, and that's what I loved about it. I loved Rose's workroom, and I loved, you know, I didn't even notice, you know, when they brought up later the different pillows and stuff that she was creating were the different, you know, aliens that Donna had met. Mm-hmm. Well, they, yeah, they made them right. different yeah. enough that you wouldn't recognize them. Like, they weren't, like, right in your <laughs> no, face, no. like, this is a Dalek. <laughs> But that was just genius. She, put a, she stuck a plunger exactly. on something. <laughs> and I love that. I thought that was just, I thought that was great that they did that. And I will say that, 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 that's, that was, I think, one of the most impressive things to me about this episode was the fact that I thought, because we talked about it before and I expected them to just hand wave the whole thing with Donna. Like, oh, we'll just figure out a way out of that. But I do think that the way that they did the way Russell T did work his way out of it by introducing Rose and having the the uh, Time Lord energy um, in both of them, mm-hmm. I thought it was really clever. Yeah, I thought that what was did you really think about really about the clever. let it go. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yes, I'm gonna wait. <laughs> that I didn't like at all. That was that was that was that was a hand wave. That was just like, okay, well we've made we've done our thing. Now let's just let it go. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm wondering if that's going to come back. I'm wondering if that's going to come back around in some way. They, they, they not, not just that not. They, they didn't let it go or where that energy <laughs> just, went or something. Or there's some further meaning. 
Exactly. There's something yeah. deeper there that we just don't know yet. But mm-hmm. I knew they weren't going to have like going to be like, you know, uh, Dr. Donna the whole time. Uh, uh, a, a, like a 10th yeah. level time Jeez, order, whatever, the like the knowledge of all that. Like I knew they weren't going <laughs> to. But um, uh, that yeah. even more sense. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I just thought like, you know, well, how are we going to get around it? Oh, we'll just let it go. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like okay that that feels a little lazy but uh, whatever so no and it was interesting I I'm glad you know they explained it off they actually came up with a, a proper solution and I kind of had thought oh Donna had a child so part of the time lord energy that she had in her went to the child and you know when they did it I did a fist pump I was like <laughs> yes I got it like. I predicted it, and I thought that I. But the way they did it, I thought was perfect, and everything. I I enjoyed that part. I liked, you know, like I said, I liked all the scenes with David and you know Catherine. I thought it was just great. And the thing, you know, was interesting was in the middle of the big reunion, you had an alien land in you know London, yeah. basically. Yes, and it beat the meat. That- that's that's the other thing about um, Russell T that I had sort of, I guess, forgotten, is that Russell T doesn't has knows a good story when he sees it, but he also like is not afraid to eclipse it with a with a personal story. Like the 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 Star Beast is not really a story about. I mean, obviously the plot of the Star Beast, the comic, yeah, and they do a great job with that. And when we talk about you know the effects and everything. Top notch, top notch. But really, it's all backstage. It's all it's all background to what's going on with the doctor and and Donna. And that's the main, main story of this. And and it's sort of I don't know, at some points I felt like it 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 like I wish the Star B story was like a little bit more prominent, but you know, I mean, if it, you know. That's that's just my my take on it, but I kind of remembered. Oh yeah, Russell T kind of does this a little sometimes. Like he'll find a good story, but then he's like, "Oh, I'll put that in the background." I mean, they did follow the comic movie. very clo- closely, and they did give a writer Absolutely. credit, by the way, to the to Absolutely. the one who wrote the yes. comic. Which, which yeah. oh, very they, oh they yeah, they, had, the they had the two even. comic yeah. writers right in the yeah. beginning, which yeah. was great. But it, Absolutely, but it was, no, that but it was, was awesome. Right, the... but it's still in the background of the real. Oh yeah, story. but right on the title. It was just awesome. One of my favorite scenes of the whole thing was when um, Donna and the doctor were in the ship at the end. And they were going over the words and she was snapping out of it. But that was such a good mirror to him and Wilfred being separated by the glass mm-hmm. from the end of time. Mm-hmm. And he, he's even yelling out, you know, why this one? You know, and, and it was it was if you were really ingrained in that whole David Tennant era, it's kind of wrenching a little bit when you see it. And the and the acting between the two of them was just fantastic. Yeah, it's no, also a callback to. Um, I'm yeah. sorry, to Partners in Crime, where they're making the hand signals through the window. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was really nice yeah. circle back around yeah. to to David and Donna's era. Mm-hmm. Very much so. I thought that was really really done. I thought the you know the puppetry with uh, Beep was just <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Very I nice thought it, effects. I thought it was CGI, uh, I, but it was it was puppets and that they were doing it with. 
absolutely i thought it was like looking at some of the trailers because i didn't look that close but i mean when i saw the trailers just once or whatever i was like oh they're going to do a cg meet you know um but no it was practical and i was like it looks really i mean they enhance it with cg but i mean looking at the behind the scenes stuff and everything and i'm like wow because that really makes a difference and good for them for for putting all that work into it and the same thing with the rats i thought they looked amazing and they they uh moved really well and um i i thought they really brought mm-hmm. the care the comic to life yeah. in that way yeah they the had a lot of practical effects okay. you can really see it in the behind the scenes uh it's well worth watching on youtube by the way if anybody hasn't mm-hmm. seen it but beautiful sets they yes. built really nicely done great costumes great puppets just even you know the guys walking around on stilts to do the Roth warriors it's I mean, almost really like they had a bigger all... budget for yeah, this. Yeah, it's show. almost. I was just gonna almost. say, it's almost like they had Disney money. <laughs> yeah, right, or, or, or Sony money. It's like what? <laughs> no, yeah. literally right from the opening. Oh, credits. those credits! Oh are, my god, the is... opening credits are beautiful. So they were much just better. Amazing. I'm sorry. I'll do the first Chibno bashing. Was... Wow, I hated those opening credits. <laughs> Those, I mean, it looked like a flushing toilet bowl that had lit up with LEDs during the Chibnall era. It was so, such, they so nice to see real thought put in. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and Murray, so nice. I mean, can we, can we, can we not say enough good things about how the made a huge difference? Him back. I mean, I hope this is, I hope he's not, it's just not a three yeah, I and think done. He is around I hope for a he's while. around for a while. Yeah. It's good because it's it's uh his music is gorgeous he actually didn't even replay some of his themes but mixed it up Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i've said it before and i'll say it no till i'm blue in the face i would love to see a kitten as that canola come back so you're not canola come back with murray gold so they can work together because i i liked the music of of 13's era I really did. Yeah. It 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 felt appropriate to that mm-hmm. era. Nothing's going to sound like like Murray Gold, but I want I really right. wanted another doctor's worth of of Akinola music to to just see how much can't do they have that? Is it going to be very different again? So I would love to see the you know to see him come back and because Go, Murray Gold helped pick him. Right, it wasn't just a you know they didn't just kind of randomly grab somebody. Murray Gold was very heavily involved in in choosing him, so clearly there's a something there. Well, when you're, I mean, when you're talking about like the best, you know, and you've got Murray Gold, you've got David Tennant, you've got mm-hmm. Callahan directing mm-hmm. again, and it's just like that. This is this is this is these these are people who are have been sure. involved with the best of Doctor Who. And when they bring their best, I, I don't care who it is, you know, like, it's just like, it just doesn't, you know, like, I, I think, I think there's a lot of other people that have done really great things for Doctor Who and some even comparable, but man, you know, you, these, these, these three pillars right there, when they're on their game, like, that's when, that's when. Yeah, it is like, Doctor Who yeah. is like, back. <laughs> This is beautiful. Like this, this is this is this is that's what makes us go, yeah, baby. Like this is like that's what you know. Not that look, 
I like Peter Capaldi. I like Jody. I liked all that stuff. I love Matt Smith. <laughs> Matt Smith. But, <laughs> but it, you know, you watch this and you sort of feel guilty because you like 10 so or 14 so much. You like David so much. And then it's like, yeah, but I feel like now I'm cheating on the other, <laughs> on the other 13, but. <laughs> or 16 or whatever What do you think the chances now? are that when Shooty Gottwell shows up, we're going to have a new theme in the opening credit? I, I hope so, actually. I mean, I, I hope make he it makes own. it his own. Like, I, you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind either. this just being a temporary thing. I don't want to see him change the logo, though. I love that logo. That's my childhood. <laughs> oh, my what God. The interior I'm in love with the interior of the TARDIS. Yes. It is so gorgeous. Uh, I could have. Oh, yeah. I could have watched David. Just run around on the rounds, like David. We're just going to sit back I and love. watch you. Yeah. But I love in the in the extra in the bonus material they had Phil Collinson at the very end said we just destroyed our brand new <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if if they go with a completely new idea after because they destroyed yeah they this. aren't there's no way <laughs> yeah no I don't yeah I don't think yeah. so I mean that set cost way too much oh, okay. uh, for them to just use in a oh one and I love that one. the round things yes, changed colors that, yes yeah. that was so fun yeah when I when the, he first walked in I saw the round things I was like Judy <laughs> round things round. <laughs> and of course she didn't watch much old Doctor Who so she was like huh? <laughs> that's nice dear what do you mean? but what yeah, about exactly. how the sonic screwdriver yeah. works now where you can make the force shields that was pretty cool <laughs> Actually, that's my weak like point. That. They made they made the sonic screwdriver in truly into a magic wand with us. They, you know, that it can do anything. It can make become a monitor. It be, can become, you know, and you know, basically a hologramic monitor. It could be. It can create the force fields. It's like no, it, that's not what a sonic screwdriver is. It's so supposed to just build a nice set of cabinets, literally. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll start short circuiting. Maybe it didn't work that well. Yeah. Maybe it, it worked for a bit, and it's, yeah. it just kind of. I mean, I think it actually makes sense for it to be more advanced than than we normally. No, see. I literally just looked at it and it said Disney money. Disney no, there money. are rumors that that there <laughs> will be no Sonic screwdriver for shooting. So really it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Getting Ray Bans. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Sonic oh. sunglasses. No, no, no. Well, that's what they did. They took the software for the Sonic sunglasses and put it in David's new Sonic. So it's got the heads up displays. You just, you know. Just know mm-hmm. so what? My, um, my stepson pointed out it's like, yeah, you can tell they got Disney money because now they got the heads up displays that they have in the Marvel Universe. Because everywhere you go in there, and Star Wars, they got heads up displays <laughs> yeah, like that. It was very Star so, Wars. Yeah. You know. I bet there's a crossover coming. You just wait. (laughs) (laughs) The other, the other weak point for me was, you know, when you know Beep Meep was, you know, using that drill drive, whatever they called the spike drive, and it opened all the, you know, all the trenches in the the streets of London and everything. The exactly the dagger drive when they shut it off. They healed automatically. (laughs) Off it reversed. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's that. Yeah, that that that's yeah. RTD. That's RTD. Yeah. Like, that, that's, that, like, that was yeah, too magic like, for me. Man, this was reverse the polarity. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the exactly. special effect. Yeah. That was the editors yeah. and the special effects company saving money by rerunning the shot backwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
and and nobody yeah. died. You know, like that kind of thing. It's like, uh, okay, yeah, you know. I mean, well, but people did. Sometimes die. RTD goes. Yeah, I was going to say people did die in this one. The two Rart so. warriors died. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, like, like. Yeah, the, the aliens yeah. don't oh, 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 you mean when like they're destroying the destruction the that was going on? The, the, yeah, yeah, when they're destroying no the city, like thousands, yeah. thousands, if not like tens of thousands, should have been killed. How many units right? were and yet, into it? You know, you know, that type of thing. It actually looked very okay, stranger yeah, things how many, to me. I don't, yeah, I think I, I think a lot of uh, uh, units, so I think we lost a lot yeah, of units. Well, they're soldiers. like red shirts anyway. We should, we should, we Pause for a moment to recognize all the <laughs> soldiers that gave their lives for this. Well, story. speaking of unit, oh, what did you think okay. of Ruth Mandalay's character, Shirley Bingham? I, I like her. her. I thought yeah, great. But the whole time I'm thinking, where's Osgood? <laughs> what yeah, happened she to probably Osgood? Couldn't get her back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I love the interaction she had with the 14th mm-hmm. Doctor. She's not too impressed and, by him. Know, it, yeah. No. And I love that, you know, it's like, how do you know about, you know, how do you know about your future selves? Isn't that against the law, you know, <laughs> or isn't that against the rules? And he says, oh, this isn't, you know, I know, you know I, I'm, I was her. Yeah. yeah, he started talking to her and giving her a lot more yeah. information than I'm used to the yeah. doctor yeah. divulging. Info dump. <laughs> so you're right. To, yeah, to your, to your point. Yeah, I thought that that was like a little different for that. For this incarnation because i'm like wow he's really uh revealing a lot here about what's going on with him personally mm-hmm. no very much so but i i did like that i'm i'm sure, i'm hoping we will see oscar yeah you know like later in the specials or in possibly in the spinoff not wink <laughs> wink wink you know type stuff so it, you know and we got a real brief glimpse of unit's new headquarters in one of the scenes mm-hmm. of London at the end. The building. So yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, or, Disney, yeah. Disney had that leftover from the last movie. So they're like, here, we'll save some money <laughs> by using that. Exactly. It's like, hey, do we have any leftover buildings? Ah, oh, we just have this one from the Avengers movie. You know, they're not using it anymore. So. Well, but yeah. I, I, I really, 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 didn't like at the end. I think the one of the worst things I, I uh, for the story for me is at the very the end when all of a sudden the meep is like, I tell them, "Well, my boss might be interested in you," and I'm like, "Oh, oh don't do I was that. almost sure don't they were going to do, do that. that. Like that's that was so weak. I'm like, you know, this story could just hold on its own. You don't need to have the meep working for somebody." There's nothing in the whole previous rest of this episode that implies or even hints that he's like working for somebody else. He's totally in it for himself. And then at the very end, he throws out that. Yeah, and that's that an RTD, RTD thing too. It's like, here, I'm going to just throw this out because I'm building yeah. to the next thing, you know, and I'm like, that that just was awful. Yeah, I mean, I that agree with you. That really was clumsily far. done. Yeah. I feel like, well, I mean, all will be revealed, obviously, but I think that. I feel like that's more of a shitty got what doctor storyline because uh, uh, mm. yeah. that could be. I mean, I don't know, but I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I don't I feel like once we find out what it is, who he's referring to, we're, it's not going to make any right. sense that he works with, with him. Even. Right. <laughs> no. And it's like, I still think so. somehow 
the you know the toy maker is behind the the old regeneration you know type thing and so but we just don't know and i'm glad they we didn't have any references to him in this did we well, we did did we well, when the meat gives the warning about the boss, you don't know that. They don't. Yeah. They don't specifically say toy maker. So, I, yeah, I, president. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like that's it's RTD. He's going to. That's how he's going to connect these. He's going to connect them all, and it's going to. Yeah, and 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 yes, I mean logically, we can look at it and go. There are three episodes, right? There are three specials. And we know that the Celestial Toymaker is in the third one. So, yes, he is probably responsible for what's happening with 14 because he's in the last one. And that's going to be where we find out. So, hopefully, it's a we little bit more clever than that. We, we, we but, know that. Yeah. It's, the cast lists are out. So, we know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the boss. My theory is that it's Bob Iger who runs Disney. <laughs> Yeah. Not, not, not Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I was going to say, I was thinking Springsteen yeah. all the way, you know. Dead <laughs> like a man from Florida. Um, well, it's not Donald Trump. I think we can say that. My, my stupid theory from watching about the David Tennant face thing from just watching Doctor Who my entire life and trying to think out of the box is that he's like an avatar on top of Shooty Gobble. Like something's interfered in causing this to happen. And then, boom, he's going to be shooting. shooting. Or shooting's in there. Cause, yeah. Well, I, yeah. You, so you don't think that he's going to have to regenerate again? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm guessing. You know, Russell likes to throw curveballs at you. I'm just gotcha. guessing. But I, I feel like they're saying 15th Doctor, so you don't know. But who knows? I mean, that may just be a dumb thing I just said, but – no, it's a decent I, I, theory. I feel like it no, could no. be a it could be a thing. If it's if, if say the toy maker's manipulating this this thing and he intercepts him in between and throws this former thing and they start shooting companions toward each other and stuff like that, it could make sense. I mean, of course, you could say anything about this show and make it make sense, but <laughs> you can also say a lot about the show and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but... I die. I mean, they I also know. Jody did become the master, and vice versa, and there like there was already a shift backwards. Well, I don't I mean, know if anything you, goes. I don't know if you guys talk Sorry. about rumor spoilers or not. <laughs> how do, how do you feel? It. Okay, <laughs> so the rumor spoiler that I've read on several sites over the last month or so. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, this take is the take it take it with a grain of salt because I'm like, really, is that at the end the doctor split off? And you got Shooty and his oh, show. Yeah, we have oh, talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Oh, you already did? Okay. Yeah. And we we poo poo. Yeah, I think that that's idea. pretty pretty Wait. dumb. <laughs> I mean, it could well, it could still I mean, I'm not saying that I mean I don't yeah, I don't want to see it happen, but I'm not uh, if it I'm not I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think Donna's gonna go back to her family. I mean, really. <laughs> maybe maybe she could well, win that the lottery. Nice. Um where does this new lottery ticket pop up? Well, wow. like I think I th- I don't think you I don't know I got a feeling that that Russell T didn't just introduce Rose Noble just to be in one episode of something. I got a feeling that like that she's going to be around this franchise. I hope she is in a significant. Yeah, I'd like to see more. Of I her. hope so too. So so how does you know so you know how does that work? I don't think that works. 
thought they'd already said that she's she was back on set with Shooty's doctor filming something like one of the Christmas specials. So who knows? Because <laughs> they're they are yeah. already filming the um twenty twenty four yeah. Christmas special. Yeah. So that's what they're working on right now. So you know, they're over a year yeah. in advance. I mean, Russell's so committed to having cool. Doctor yeah. Who every year. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Russell. Very much so. I will say this. About the episode, it did not feel like an anniversary special, no. though. It felt like regular episode of Doctor Who, which was great having new Who, but it didn't feel grand like a 60th anniversary special ah, for me. But it's part one of three parts. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard to say that when you haven't seen all three parts. That's that's why I'm going. That's why I'm going open minded, my friends. Uh, You know, know, I don't. Plus, plus, I mean, I don't think it's going to be like you know we just reviewed Day of the Doctor, and I don't think it's going to be like the Five Doctors. I mean, we're we're not. They're not going to do that multi Doctor anniversary thing. I mean, in some ways, I can think they are doing that, but. But not in a not in a conventional standard way. I don't know. It should be interesting. But uh, yeah, until until we see the other two parts, I did see we, there was enough in here. Like every few minutes, there was a callback, a reference of something. Like I, so to me, this checked off anniversary mm-hmm. uh, special for me because it was it was it was. I mean, there were lots of callbacks. A lot of those that, that's for sure. If you if you're a longtime Who yeah. fan, you you. There was a lot of fan oh, service yeah, very much so. going on in there. Yeah, I'm still I'm still waiting for Doctor Ten to show up to be she, you know, casting and everything. Did, did anybody <laughs> see the next time trailer? Yes, you didn't see it. No, no, it, it's on YouTube no, so if you want to see it. it. But don't yeah. worry, it will spoil yeah. absolutely nothing. I, I, <laughs> I love no, that. By the way, I I I don't. I, that's the thing. I. That's the thing. I don't want. I right now. I love not knowing anything. Yeah, you, about you won't know anything one. after like, you watch the trailer. I know. Either. I know. I know nothing. I know nothing about the second one, and I'm like, that is so exciting to me. I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, we live in this day and age where we get you know news and all that kind of stuff, and we know who and and all that stuff about the the third one. But yeah, the fact that there's this mystery of what what might happen this you it's know very this coming exciting, weekend, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that I please no spoilers from anybody or anything. Any. <laughs> but I doubt in the world we live in that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Well, I mean, I I didn't watch this. I didn't watch Star Beast when it quote unquote first went live or first aired. So I had to wait for about you know five or six hours or whatever it was. And, you know, my feed was already getting, like, spoilers. So, um, you know, I, I love I love the circle of folks that I have uh, on social media. But yet, damn, people. <laughs> can, can you at least wait, like, a day? Do you remember the, time, you remember the times when the, episode, when the episode premiered in England and be a year later before I got here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if, uh, yeah. If we were lucky, we got Then BBC America started showing it same day, but it was like, you know, eight hours later. And then you had to stay off the internet. And now you're really 30 minutes into the episode. They're already spoiling stuff. I mean, there were pictures of TARDIS interiors and stuff online, but I was like, whoa, don't want to see that. (laughs) You know? Well, that got leaked way before. Well, I think, you know, and I think we, 
I mean, I can't I can't point the finger too much at other people because we kind of did this too and we reviewed the comic of the Starbeast, but the whole twist of meat being like a, a like an evil entity, you know, that that is pretty much uh I think was spoiled mm-hmm. like across oh, the yeah. board. I mean, I didn't see any trailers that out and out spoiled it, but yet it did seem like a lot of things were out there basically saying that that don't it, this yeah. is not an evil. No, story. exactly. You know, like Judy was like, Oh, she's so cute. I love it. And I love Tenant was like, something doesn't seem right here. And Judy was like, What's that mean? And just <laughs> keep watching. Keep watching. Um, I like <laughs> now I think the big twist was how they solved the Donna situation. That that was kind of yes. I didn't really actually unlike Mike, I didn't see that coming, but it made sense when it happened. Mm-hmm. No, and that makes sense. You know, it it was very well done and it you know, it makes sense. You know, you have a child and it has part of your DNA. And, you know, of course, Rose inherited part of the Time Lord. Same thing with River Song mm-hmm. being Melon, you know, type thing. I would I would love to know, like, if Russell always had that in his back pocket or if, like, at some point in the last, you know, decade or whatever, he went, I know what <laughs> you know, like, like, because I mean, I, I, I thought that was pretty. He was clever. playing a long game. Clever. He's like, I'll quit Doctor Who. I've got this going on. <laughs> it was all planned and out. Fourteen <laughs> years later, I will resolve it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and both Chris and right. Stephen knew, but they were like, "No, we can't do it because Russell said I know his, we'll so. make up the timeless child and I'll throw everyone off." Where <laughs> in, pen- in the president's desk? <laughs> yes, right. Don't, yeah. don't, don't do this. Okay. Um, I think it's really neat that this hey. whole thing came about because of the tweet alongs. I mean that that blows my mind. They had so much fun doing a tweet along during the pandemic that Russell T Davies like, I'm going to produce Doctor Who again <laughs> just so I could do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting and everything. So I'm glad to have RTD back. I'm glad to have you know his production crew with him, and it's. It felt very comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. It felt very, very comfortable with a bigger budget, which was even better. So and an I- interesting question. I was thinking about this because, and I don't necessarily feel feel this way, but I was thinking about it because we, most of us agree that the Chibnall seasons were pretty underwhelming. Do you, yeah, do you, nice. do you, what? I know. Wait, hard this to is believe the first time that I would say that. that. What? Um, crazy. Do do you do you oh, think wow. you approached this watching this episode differently than you might have if you felt like Doctor Who had been on the right track the whole time? Do you think you were more forgiving for this episode, or maybe even harder on this episode? Do you think it made a difference? You know, I was more excited about it, like a giddy little kid. Um, the last couple of seasons of Jody's while I enjoyed them I wasn't like rushing to the TV to watch it except for the power of the doctor which I I loved but um this was like you know it's David Tennant it's Catherine Tate it's Starbeast it's Russell T Davis I can't wait to see it, it it's either going to be one of Russell T Davis schmaltzy just crazy <laughs> meh kind of stories or it's going to be really good and I thought it was really good you know, Russell can get a little carried away sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Well, I mean, that's because he had, you know, taken this story by that was written by two other people that had big success. And, he, you know, used that as his backbone or, the, you know, the, the spine of the story here. So he had that to lean against, um, which I'm not saying that he can't do it all on its own. But um, but to your point, Mary, I think I think it's interesting because I did feel like it was kind of a safe cop out to have Russell back and david back Mm -hmm. and catherine back and bring everything back like i did think that that was um a safe way to get the franchise you know sort of like Mm -hmm. restarted reignited Mm -hmm. right like because we saw it with we've seen it with other franchises like let's redo the what what you know what worked to remind people and so that we can kind of and go from there um so i think I, I I would like to think that I would be just as excited if this was if the first thing that we saw was Shooty's first. Well, do, do you feel like oh, this I is agree. making it harder for uh, Shooty or easier for Shooty, or it doesn't make a difference at all? It's 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 always it, it, Shooty's. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be hard for Shooty, and and putting David right in front of him as opposed to Jody <laughs> might, probably yeah. is going to be more difficult. Almost for definitely. Him. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Not to say that, you know, I mean, God, I, I certainly do not want to dismiss Jody, no. the, the talents of Jody Whitaker. Um, because I do think she was uh amazing. Um, and and she will be one of those ones that I think we look at and go, What if we're gonna play that game for the entire rest of our lives? Yeah, I mean Shooty's gonna have a tough time anyway, but you know, I I mean Russell's still gonna be there. So as far as we know, right? So that's 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 going to be at least somewhat. But and Russell has shown that even though he's still who he is, he's not afraid. Like this was a bold. I think Starbeast was a bold first episode of his run to say like I'm going to do some stuff that's you know that's going to be cool, and I'm not afraid to to be to have Doctor Who be what I think it should be. And, well, especially um, since this is I, a I moment like in time when trans issues are in the forefront. I mean, trans people have become the scapegoat of the hour, and there's an awful lot of hate and violence going around and transphobia, including from people who were otherwise respected, J.K. Rowling, Kauf, um, you know, before they came out as being <laughs> extremely transphobic. And so for for Russell T to just sort of lay down the gauntlet in a very popular show and say, look, I am going here and I am going all out and I am not apologizing and I am saying straight out that trans people are people and should be treated with respect. I mean, that's a brave thing to do in this climate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I... I- Absolutely. I think it's very much. And I, and I think that, um, I think that, you know, and and this isn't, this isn't something that Russell T is like just doing to do it. Like he's like, we've, we've known Russell T. I don't know if he felt. Oh, he absolutely Yeah. Because he did introduce some things. He snuck things in here and there. Right. And, and, and that was really <laughs> great. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. But um, but now you know I think and and but I think we were all pretty certain that he would never come back to Doctor Who unless he got mm-hmm. to do it on his. In, in, oh, in of his course, Captain Jack. 
And, <laughs> and, and yet I do feel like despite the fact that, you know, he's, he's definitely laid the, laid it out. Like I am all about representation of all sorts of, you know, minorities or, you know, interest group, whatever. I think that what I find interesting is that I see those groups there's a backlash against him by those groups. I know people who, you know, um, very surprised that their reaction to this story was such that it was because I, I thought at least they would be applauding that those efforts. But instead, it seems like that's been a big mark of, of contention among those them as people. I, I and I don't I don't understand all of to be honest with you i don't understand where all of that comes from but i'm interested in in that conversation no totally agree with that totally agree with that all right any final thoughts before we finish this up tonight uh i want to say something to michael about what he was saying about shooty maybe having a tough time i don't think he's going to at all if you have you ever seen sex education the guy has got charisma out Mm -hmm. he's gonna be like people forget that Everyone loves David Tennant, and his tenure was very successful, but it hit worldwide phenomenon with Matt Smith. That's when it really started picking up here in America. And Oh, yes. 100%. Shooty's got that kind of Beatles vibe. Yes, he's he's going to be really, I, I, really I'm absolutely good. right. I think that's that's a very apt comparison. Um, I don't think he'll eclipse David Tennant ever because uh, my thought is that D- D- David Tennant is the Tom Baker of the new series, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Tom it's, Baker hasn't played yeah. three doctors one. yet. And I love Tom. <laughs> Two and a half. <laughs> and, um, I don't yeah. think I could ever say that David Tennant would pass Tom Baker. Um, but <laughs> exactly. You know, yep. you never yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> he's played. He's played a yes. doctor Duncan. and a half. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. we call. I don't know what we call the curator. No, <laughs> but Tom Baker could read the phone book, and I would listen to it. Exactly. All right, kids. Let's go ahead and rate this one. One out of five Tardises. One being the worst, five being the best. Dave, you're first up. Four and a half. Okay. Wes? Because it's first part of a trilogy, I'll say four and a half. Okay. Mary? I'm going to go ahead and give it a five. I mean, I really loved it. I thought it was great. I had a great time watching it. I uh, I mean, I'm not, it's not perfect. Nothing's perfect, but I don't care. It, it, um, it was totally enjoyable and a great return for Doctor Who, and it made me excited for Doctor Who again, and that alone is worth a five. Okay. Mr. Mike Gordon. I'm going to go with a four. I'm going to go with a four. I, I don't think I was, uh, as much as I'd love to say I was, I'm not, I wasn't as much in love with it as uh, you guys were, but that's I still appreciate the hell out of it. No, totally understand that. All right, for me, I'm going to do a 4.75. You know, it almost <laughs> made a perfect five. It really was very, very, it, it was, it was very, very close. I just did not like the sonic screwdriver as the magic wand. That was, I am just thinking in my head you were going to say that. <laughs> well, how long, how many years have we known each yeah. other, dude? You know, so, oh, a quarter well, point for yeah. the sonic screwdriver. <laughs> exactly. But otherwise, I thought it was pretty damn amazing. And, you know, Mike, Mike Faber says two, two sonic. Too <laughs> much sonic. Exactly. So, say too what you will sonic. about that sonic, but it looks incredible. 
Exactly. Uh, I can't wait till the prices come down from 70 bucks. I can put one on my shelf. I actually, but... <laughs> I actually pre-ordered it about four or five months ago. I'm just waiting for it to show up. So I'm mm. looking forward to it. So to get it from character in England. <laughs> actually, it's through the Who store in, uh, over in, uh, in Indiana that I was able to do it. Oh, okay. So it's very cool, actually. So folks, we had a blast with it. Um, the only Doctor Who news, you know, I told you at the beginning of the show, we're going to do the news at this point. Um, the only Doctor Who news that I had heard is Russell's already come out and said the second season shooties Doctor Who run will be airing in May of 2025. So, wow. so we already have dates for that. We didn't, we haven't had that we have in years that. when we do this car <laughs> Yeah, yeah we don't have dates season. for season yeah. one. Yeah. We do. It's, it's the same. It's, it's, I, I can't remember if it's March say, or May, but it's, it's, we do have those dates. I'm, I'm okay, cool. Everyone's been saying it's going to be either late March well, that's what or they're saying, but there's not, early, there's not official early April. dates. We'll put it that way. No, there's nothing official. There's <laughs> never something no, official. I could, be, I could be wrong. You know, um, exactly. But you know what? I'm loving it. We're in a renaissance of Doctor Who again. And, you know, it it saves us once again from having to watch Trial of the Time Lord. So it's a good thing. It's the only thing. So What's wrong with Trial of the Time Lord? <laughs> uh, we'll tell you off the air. That's, that is a whole other <laughs> okay. episode. And, and apparently it's well, a future right. adventure in time and space. <laughs> oh, and the other thing is um, Shooty popping up in yes, Adventures in Space awesome. and Time. Which is pretty awesome to see. I've not seen the version. They've also edited out a bunch of the a bunch of yeah, child stuff. That guy is a jerk. Yes, he is a jerk. Yes. So, you know, folks, I hope you guys enjoyed this. This has been fun (laughs) rambling tonight with you guys. Yeah. And for the the next quite actually for the next month, we're pretty much going to be coming to you guys every week. So, you know, we're going to be having new episodes. So talking about new Doctor Who, and then we have the Christmas special. And then after that, I couldn't announce it now. We're going to be doing a live episode um, reviewing all, you know, all four, seeing thoughts and everything. So I think it's pretty cool and everything. So I had, you know, folks, it's been a blast being with you guys. It's been great having everybody here. Um, Let's thank everyone for being here real quick. Of course, Wes Hubbard. Thank you so so much, my friend. Thank you. Anytime. Oh, definitely. Um, do you want to promote Pensacon? Anything going on with that yet? There's you know, we've got some guests announced um on the Pensacon.com. Um, nothing major's going on yet, although it's ramping up. So, oh, yeah. you know, February. It's only a couple months away. The end of February in Pensacola, Florida, folks. It's a great con. My yeah. car is all uh, ready to go. Mary and I- <laughs> Oh, you're, are you I'm hoping to, to come down because I've got a bunch of other stuff right after it. So I'm planning to drive from Alberta to Pensacola. Just wow. saying. It, it's only it's, a couple yeah. of hours, you know, and it's a different just it's a few hours time zone. So it's okay. Yeah. So that is awesome. You should do a live show yeah. while you're there. Let's have a conversation. I think we yeah. might. I think we might have to do an Earth Station Who live from Pensacola this year. I think, you know, yeah. nudge, nudge, wink, wink. So I think that might be a lot of fun to do. Yeah, the ideas. Dave, thank you, sir. As thank always. Thank you for having me. Whenever. 
Want to promote the uh, rat hole? For sure. The rat hole.ca. I do board game reviews. Uh, I've just put out a month's worth of stuff on Doctor Who Nemesis, the board game. Uh, I'm coming nice. soon. I have one or two <laughs> new books. Wow. Oh, Wow! If only this was a video <laughs> oh, podcast. Right, that's people... right. This one's not a so video. Not a well, I won't, but then I won't show you the the, the the coolness that is all of that. But yeah, so I've got seven. I've got three Doctors and Daleks and four Doctor Who role playing game books that are coming very very soon as well. Um, and then over on on uh, my channel as well, I'm doing some live watch parties, so you can join me live. Um, on both awesome. on my YouTube, the Rat Hole D O T C A, and. Uh, that's yeah. awesome, my friend. We'll have links up. We'll have links up to it up on the show notes, of course. And of course, our regulars, Ms. Mary Ogle. Thank oh, you thank as always. Thank you. It was so exciting. We get to review New Who again. I feel like we've been waiting forever. It, it has been forever. <laughs> New Who. I, I think there were a couple less gray hairs then before, you know. Anything you want to promote? You want to and talk you about your artwork? My art at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVision Arts. Excellent. And Mr. Mike, it's great to have you back. Hope you enjoyed your vacation. Yeah, I hope everybody had a great holiday weekend. Um, As always, it's my pleasure. Okay, guys. Thank you guys, as always, for joining us. It's been awesome to talk to you about New Who. Check out our Facebook group, folks. We have an amazing Facebook group. It's growing. We're posting lots of Doctor Who news up there, talks, reviews, artwork that people have been submitting or I've been finding online. It's just some great, great stuff up there. And we want you involved with it. That's what's missing. So definitely check it out, the Earth Station Who Facebook group. All right. We will see you all next week. Please like and subscribe wherever you listen to this. And we'll see you here next time on Earth Station Who. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you soon. Now we got to tell the <laughs> boss about the few months. You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from throughout space and time. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individuals and are to be used for entertainment value alone. You can subscribe to our show wherever fine podcasts are found or check out our website, earthstationwho.com. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. And if you enjoyed the show, please write to us at feedback at earthstationwho.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next journey of Earth Station Who. We are the Cigar Nerds, bringing nerdy sophistication and geeky indulgence on all topics, including movies, video games, science, and pop culture news, all from the Nerd Cave Cigar Lounge. Find us on iTunes, Stitchers, Google Play, and wherever fine podcasts are found, including ESONetwork.com and CigarNerdPodcast.com. So fire up a cigar. It's time to get nerdy. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.